Hey there, it's Geordie here from the It's About Time You Watch This podcast. Join us each week as we explore and discuss some of the greatest films ever made that up until now, I've never seen before. That's right, you name it, I probably haven't seen it. But my darling husband is on a mission to change that, one movie at a time, with a ton of laughs along the way. Check out It's About Time You Watch This now, wherever you get your podcasts. Exploring the power of the right mindset in creating a healthy and fulfilling life. You're listening to the Unstoppable Mindset Podcast with Imogen Harris. Hello, hello. We are back on the Unstoppable Mindset Podcast. I'm in another country. Wow, well, I really said country. Oh! In another state. Yeah. <laughs> um, but basically, I, country. yeah. Well, uh, you've already introduced yourself now, but Caitlin is back again. Hello. I'm back and I'm better. <laughs> We're literally <laughs> apart and still have to be somehow connected in talking somehow. on a podcast. I don't like but. it when she leaves me, guys, I'll be honest. Why is that, though? Uh, because Imogen adds a lot of value to my life. <laughs> <laughs> Not just the cookie. Let's be real. <laughs> She's like, I don't know how to make oats. I don't know what to do. I don't. Uh, like, it's just a shambles over here at this point in time, but that's okay. Like, two more days or something. I'll be fine. You've got more food at the moment, though. We're on a diet yes. break. It's so good, so, guys. So, so good. You, so, I guess we're a bit closer to show than last time you are on. Oh, boy. It's three weeks today. Like, yeah. when did that happen? Is it three? Yeah, it's three. It's three today, yeah. Three today. Atlanta. What's that, like 21 days? So I think last time you were on, I think you might have been, oh, what, 16 weeks out? It would have been like, yeah, about 16 weeks or 18 weeks or something like that. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. So yeah. do you want to run everyone through, I guess, between last time we spoke and now, how we feel and what's happening? Talk us about your prep. I'll be completely honest with you. At three weeks out right now, I actually feel pretty good and I think a lot of that is like obviously there's general fatigue um that's to be expected right and there are moments where you know it dips and there's ebbs and flows throughout the day um but uh, like in general I feel pretty pretty good so I'm pretty happy with where we're sitting I think it's got a lot to do with the fact that I feel like we're in a good position so that's also like kind of pushing me through because um I don't feel like I'm necessarily chasing my tail, so that's, you know, a big positive. I can vouch for the fact you are, like, you are – your energy is a lot better this time around than it was last time. Like, you're not – Absolutely. I think it might have been eight weeks out. You're already kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I was ready. But you haven't really gone through a phase where you're like, nah, I actually don't want to do this. You've just been doing it without issue. Yeah, literally. We're just ticking the boxes. We're getting getting through – going through the motions, like prep for me is, is pretty cruisy. Um, as far as when I get into my groove, I get into my groove and I just like each day yeah, kind of just rolls into it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, three weeks out today from the July show. And then what are we? Seven weeks from worlds. I seven think that is. Today from worlds. So obviously you're doing both shows. I am. How are you feeling about the in-between stage between Perhaps. Obviously, you've never experienced that before. Honestly, it's a little bit of an unknown situation for me. I've never really done a back-to-back prep, so not um, with the intensity that WBFF requires. Yeah, not like this. I I did I did do uh, a regional show and then a 
national show um, in ICN, um, but obviously completely different ball game. And yeah, that was about four years ago. You were bikini back then, weren't you? I was you bikini sports model babe. Sorry. Oh, so, yes, basically bikini, yeah. Very far from figure. <laughs> yeah, 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 very far from figure. So, yeah, totally different ball game. Um, obviously a completely different level um, for, you know, what's required as well when it comes to WBFF. So, yeah, it's it's a bit of an unknown. It's also extremely exciting but very um, scary going to Worlds. It's like already a different world just doing that. Um, and the potential of me, you know, maybe doing a pro debut is like, like it's, it just feels unbelievable right now. Like it's, it had, definitely hasn't sunk in and I don't think that it will until we're probably on that plane. Um, like at this point it's like, yeah, we're going to LA, but like, are we going to LA? I don't even know. So The worst part is we're driving in that state or in that mm, country. What, we, what, is, what is it? I don't even know. I don't have brain cells today, to oh, be honest look, with you. Yeah, no. Nah, also geography, like what? But, yeah, we are driving from LA to Vegas, which I think is like a four-hour drive, and apparently it's a really great drive. But, like, honestly, am I going to have any brain capacity to understand what that means? Probably not. So Between two of us, we'll have nearly a whole brain. So I'm thinking. Yeah, <laughs> one whole brain might actually work. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It might not even but be no, one, but we'll get there. I think it's going to be a good vibe. Like, I think that it's going to be a really good experience for us. So, yeah, I'm excited. Now, in terms of your days at the moment, what does a day in your life look like? Like, I already said, I, I'm oh with you every Lord. second of every day. So, I know, but the listeners might not. So, we're just trying to keep everything pretty consistent. So, I'm up generally around 6, 6.30 every morning. Um, you know, I'll come down, make my caffeine, um, and then generally first <laughs> caffeine, make my caffeine. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fat burner for me, guys, because I don't drink coffee. But um, yeah, not a coffee drinker. Nah, absolutely not. Then aim to get a few steps in. My step count at the moment is seventeen k. So aim to get some steps in, do a little bit of work on the treaty, um, and then I generally will try and get at least half, if not three quarters, of my cardio done before we go to training. Um, we'll have our meal in the car, like our pre-workout in the car. And then we train like generally couple. around, <laughs> literally, we generally train around. I'll make a cream of rice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I come down, all my stuff is already made, ready and made. So it's, it, you know, Perfect. like my life's a joy, to be honest. Perfect. Yeah. Then we train around 8.39, just depending on what we're training, depends on how long it takes. I'll either finish off my cardio after my workout um, or I'll do it a little bit later between meals. We come back, we eat, and then we do some work, and then the rest is just trying to that chase is. whatever else we've got left to do for the day. So, yeah, most of the time it's just steps in the treaty, working, and um, then eat and go to bed. Like, it's pretty routine for I've us. I've turned her into an early bird, oh, like, and she used to guys, eat dinner at, I tell you, 10 o'clock, honestly, and that gave me so like, much anxiety. I would not have had – yeah, I would not have eaten – or like finish my meals at least prior to 10, 10.30. She's now, making a dinner. I finished my dessert. <laughs> it feels naughty to go to bed at 10 o'clock. Like so <laughs> naughty. I'm like, oh, my God. It was I the mean, other the night, night watching a movie, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So Imo normally goes to bed around 8.30. Like she'll start packing her stuff up and, you know, cruising into bed. And then that's when I know I've got about half an hour. So I sit there for half an hour and like watch the rest of the TV show or whatever. And then I start wrapping things up at night. I'm in bed by 9.30 and it's like elite. 
It's so good. So good. Happy days. Obviously with prep, in terms of – I've touched a bit on this on another episode with Chris, but um, I want to hear your intake. We've spoken a little bit about it as well, but, you know, friendships, socialisation, relationships – in a comp prep, how do you manage to, you know, hit all those nails in the head with seeing friends and oh. maintaining relationships? And look, personally, not well. <laughs> um, <laughs> personally, not well. I which I'm part? A savage when it comes to prep. Like, I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go too far into it, but like. Anything that is like an additional stress to me, I'm like, yeah, nah, it's not going to happen. So I like friendships and stuff like that. Like, I know. Friendships, I will literally like, I've I've got a great circle. Obviously, they know that when I'm on prep, I'm on prep. And like communication-wise, I actually live now with my two closest friends, three closest friends, and um. So that's cruisy. Like I see them every single day. Everyone else, like people from Melbourne and stuff like that, they just know. Like we'll touch base here and there. You've got a really good circle. Yeah, I've got a fucking elite circle. So um, I'm very, very grateful for the people that I have around me. They definitely understand like there's an end goal to this and I'm generally pretty – I get pretty quiet towards the end of prep as well. Like I just need to head down, bum up kind of situation. Um, I think it's more just like conserving energy at that rate as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, like, look, my loved ones are so supportive and they get it. So Your family's um, great as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm very, very grateful for that. Like I'll, my sister and my mum will check in, my dad will check in here and there, but like they don't pester me. They understand if I haven't been in contact. Like it's generally just like it's not personal. And I think that's the biggest thing, right? Like having people that understand that it's not personal. Like if you're not in touch for two weeks or fuck, if you send me a message and I forget to reply, like no one takes it personally. It's just like, yeah. It's a hard one as well because if you haven't been through a prep before, you don't understand what they're feeling. But for people to be able to go, okay, I might not have experienced it, but we can try and understand support, you know, from the outside perspective. I know both of our families are exceptional oh, with that and all of and our, our friends as well. And our families are great, right? Like, well, both friends and family, they see you working. They understand how hard you're trying. Like they, they absolutely can understand to that point where it's like you're doing a lot more than what they are or whatever with your health and fitness. And so like they get it to a point. Obviously, it is hard to understand the mental side of things. But, yeah, they're super supportive and, like, they, they understand. So, like, I think keeping yourself around people that that let you do your thing, right, like that actually just support you no matter what, don't take things personally and just love you anyway is so fucking important. Yeah, absolutely. Now, obviously, yeah. like, you work for yourself and everything like that and obviously your clients, you have such a strong em- empowered Community. team, I'll yeah. say. Yeah, Now. If someone's listening to this and, you know, they want to do a comp prep or they've been looking at it and they're like, oh, like, that looks so fun. Like we were both there at one point in, in time. Yeah, absolutely. What would you tell someone, like what's your main advice? Before they start a comp prep, what do you think they need to focus on before even looking at that? Oh, there's so many things. First of all, uh, get a coach and get a coach that you vibe with. Get a coach that you can actually see long-term working with because I think it's so important to have that 
build that relationship with a coach and get the data that you need leading into a prep. I won't prep anyone unless I've been working with them for like a minimum of six months prior to. Um, and the reason, the reason is obviously like, you know, there's, you don't want to be YOLOing in a prep. You don't want to be guessing when you could potentially have that data and be able it's to not actually a, just understand a dieting base. Correct. Um, the biggest thing is, yeah, working on that, building those calories up, making sure that the prep itself you're entering into at the healthiest point that you possibly can so that we're not, you know, having to savagely cut your calories and putting you into a situation where we risk your relationship with food and all of that sort of stuff. But again, leading into that, your relationship with food, your relationship with yourself, um, your why on why you want to do a prep, you know, my first prep, I definitely wasn't in the right in space to do it. And after my prep was the hardest time in my whole entire fucking life because I did it for reasons of just trying to, you know, a lot of people say, I just want to challenge myself and I want to see where I can take it. But what you don't understand is it's not just a 12, 15 week period where you can diet down, you get on stage and you're like, yeah, sweet, tick that off the box. Because then you have to actually work out what happens after that. Like once it's the you, hardest part, it's not the hundred percent. The hardest part is always going to be post prep, and once that show day is done, so many people feel so lost. So many people feel like they have no direction because you've literally just spent the last however long being so rigid, so structured. All of a sudden, you have all this flexibility. There's so much room for error and what can go wrong. And, you know, if you're food focused, if you don't have a really good relationship with food and understand that it's always going to be there, that then, you know, you you do what I did and wake up and eat bags of Maltesers for breakfast because you, you didn't get to have them for 12 weeks. So all of a sudden now I have to have them. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, there's a lot that is to be said for having developing a really good relationship in all areas with your coach, with yourself, with your food, um, before you even think about entering into a competition and then also understanding why you even want to do it because it's not for everyone, that's for sure, and it's not something that I would say jump into lightly. If it's a one-time thing, it makes it very difficult. Yeah. Like you want to be you able to see yourself, progression. Like I understand getting into it and not knowing if you actually want to do it long-term. Mm. I totally respect that. But also if it's not something that you live and breathe, it's going to be a – big hard slog if you don't surround yourself with people in similar situations it's going to be hard there's going to be temptations people aren't going to understand you're not going to feel supported there has to be like everything has to align in order for you to have the most successful prep that you possibly can and I think that's probably why for me this prep has just been super cruisy like Mm. everything feels aligned right now and yeah, like I, I know what direction I'm in. I know why I'm doing this. And I obviously see long-term myself doing this for, for a while now. So, yeah, I think it's really important to think about those things before you enter into a prep. Absolutely. All righty. Well, we are going to wrap this up here for part one because we chat a lot, clearly. We so we are going to do a part two of this. We're going to talk a little bit more about, you know, post-prep and um, socialising because there's a few things that I want to touch base on regarding that too. Yes, but for we- now – We will talk to you soon on the Unstoppable Mindset Podcast. You've been listening to the Unstoppable Mindset Podcast, a creative media production.